0: Tune in as we continue to update our podcast with informative talks and articles for Masons worldwide and those who would like to inquire within. Following is the Master's article from November 2018. The next great Mason, you. We rely so much on the past of our fraternity and famous Masons to be the face of our craft. Yes, everyone, including non-Masons, know about Benjamin Franklin and Henry Ford, but what about the modern-day Mason? It's true that Masons work in silence, meaning we do work without expectation of reward or merit, but at the same time, that should be what we're recognized for, also the good work we do locally. To name a few, we have recently provided recognition to public schools statewide, provided scholarships to students through our Invest in Success program, continued to improve our Masonic homes, Partnered with Major League Baseball teams and provided meals for our veterans, these are topics worth promoting. These should also be topics of conversation when speaking with the public. Yes, the alluring tales of stone Guild and esoteric symbolism are intriguing, but let's not forget to promote work which can be talked about and seen, which has recently occurred. Also, where can you go to associate yourself with men of good quality and high esteem? Where can you do work which helps mankind? Is there another organization which has youth orders that shape young men and women to carry themselves like college students and respect their parents in the highest regards? I don't think so. What we do is pretty awesome, and what we're a part of should be recognized and thought of often. Is that not something to talk about with potential candidates? That should also inspire you and raise your self-esteem. Not many stand where you do today, nor do they have access to a teaching which can unlock so much within you if studied and applied properly. Fraternally yours, Eric F. Jenkins, Master. From the West, brotherly love and social media. Greetings, ladies and brethren. Last month, I took some time to talk about social media and masonry. Now that it is November and elections are upon us in the Lodge, our cities, and our states, it again brings me to think about the need for civility in this crazy world. What comes to mind is the terminology often used when a brother receives the third degree of masonry or becomes a master mason. What we often say or hear is that the brother was raised to the sublime degree of master mason. Think about that for a moment. We are initiated, passed, and then raised. When you look up the definition for raise online, you will find over 30 definitions and ways this word can be used. But when you think of masonry, your mind focuses on definitions such as to move to a higher position. Lift up, elevate, and to stir up. Whether you are a master Mason or not, your initiation into Masonry should already be starting to raise your consciousness to a higher level. One beyond Democrat or Republican, liberal or conservative, black or white, gay or stray. You should be seeing all men as equals and focusing more on what you can do to improve yourself than what you can do to change others. Focusing ever inward instead of outward and practicing civility through temperance and prudence. Your journey into masonry should be stirring up your drive for self-improvement and enlightenment. Your journey should be one that drives you to seek unity by exercising brotherly love and civility, regardless of background or beliefs. Your journey should be one that never ceases as you are raised to the sublime degree of Master Mason and truly begin your journey. May brotherly love and peace prevail. Aaron Reddick, Senior Warden. From the South, like a bundle of reeds, it is true that united we stand and divided we fall. Unfortunately, our country is facing divisive opinions right now, which are clouding the judgment and actions of many. It's healthy for all of us to have independent opinions and or hold beliefs which we consider to be true. We should also reserve the civil prudence to hear each other out. In the end, it will benefit us all to stand together. Like taking a bundle of reeds, a person cannot break them all at once. Separate, though, even an infant can break them. There is strength in numbers. We can take another look at this through a Masonic metaphor. Take a column, for example. It represents strength and stature, but even that can be toppled or broken with no self-support. When you consider a colonnade, they represent strength. A colonnade supports a roof or structure. Without the columns, the structure falls. It takes all the columns to support the facade or overhang of the building. One relies on the other to lighten the overall load. Aren't humans the same? The importance of love, peace, and unity is not just something that sounds euphoric and promising, but something we can give our immediate family and friends. The ripple effect can improve the world. With so much negative rhetoric in the world, one can feel lost. But remember that you can make a difference. It all starts with you. You can either add to the negative vibe or be the positive voice that provides a healthy dialogue. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. I couldn't agree more. I'm surprised my tongue isn't bleeding by now the way I've been biting it lately. I've really had to keep myself from chiming in with online comments regarding political or current events. I'd like to voice my opinion, but sadly, even an opinion nowadays is viewed as offensive or a certified fact. I can only say to myself to let time pass and hope everyone realizes their choice of words don't help resolve anything. The few comments I do post online are to hopefully help everyone realize they're fighting a battle which is only benefiting those who profit from the confusion and hatred. As a mason, will you please take five seconds to think of what you may post online and the effects it will stir up afterwards? It may seem like a task, and you may even ask yourself, why should I censor myself for others? And you would be right to ask such a question. You may be surprised how good you feel once the thought settles in that you have not added or inherited such bad energy that will only sidetrack you during the day. Some are starving homeless, facing insurmountable bills, or suffering from bad health. You are fortunate. Be grateful for that. Bond with the strength of your surrounding reeds. You are in good company. Sincerely and fraternally, Carlos M. Diaz, Jr., Past Master, Jr. Warden. Times of transition, this article has a picture of Most Worshipful Bruce Galloway uh, descending the stairs at the Grand Lodge for the last time as Grand Master. Most Worshipful Bruce Galloway stepping down the staircase for the last time as Grand Master of the Grand Lodge of California Masons. They say a picture is worth a thousand words. The photo above is no different. Most Worshipful Bruce R. Galloway stepping down for the last time at the conclusion of the 169th Annual Communication. Times of transition. All men are met at this crossroad, intended or unexpected. It's one of life's lessons. The photo captures so much of this. For example, very worshipful Ricky Lawler is at the foot of the stairs, applauding most worshipful Bruce. Very worshipful Ricky is the new grand lecturer, successor of Jack Rose. Although Ricky has worked with Bruce for several years, his role is a transition happening for the ensuing grand year. In the background, Past masters applaud Most Worshipful Bruce as he makes his exit. Many of them have helped guide and shape Bruce's years prior to Grandmaster. Now, Bruce will join and be seated with them. And the other obvious example of transition is Most Worshipful Bruce stepping down after a great year leading California Masons. Bruce's theme for his year was honoring our past, shaping our future. A leader is not just someone who sets examples or lays out a plan to follow. Leadership is shown during times of adversity and when character is tested. Our past Grand Master demonstrated leadership throughout his year, but especially during the month of July. On Friday, July 27th, Most Worshipful Bruce and his wife Gay were in Buena Park with me and met many other guests during my Grand Lodge reception. A few days before, they had to leave their home due to wildfires in Redding, California. The fire was literally down the street from their home. They did not know if they would have a home to return to. Bruce and Gay proceeded to the events they were scheduled to attend. They both showed a brave face, but I couldn't help but think of how much was weighing on their minds. I was very happy to have them at my lodge for my reception. At the same time, I wished they could be in Redding with no fires threatening their home. There was nothing anyone present could do for them or to make things for their property better. Even with the support of the entire Grand family and thousands of Masons across California, their fate depended solely with those on the front line fighting the fires. Thankfully, their house and property were saved, but unfortunately, some of their neighbors lost their homes. As you may guess, four months later, their community still needs rebuilding. I am very thankful for the opportunity and experience I had this past year. I have met many brothers throughout California, officers from the Grand Lodge of Baja, California, Mexico, master masons from Hungary, Iran, and other countries. Regarding Bruce's theme, he explained that our craft must recognize and honor our past because it was what has made us who we are today. Bruce was very forward-thinking, though, and recognized that we could not grow if we stayed the same or stagnant. We must have room to expand outside our comfort area. By that, we should also shape our future. Note the word shape and not change. Change is reactive to something outside your authority, whereas shaping something, you have control of the results. For all Masons, I would recommend attending any Grand Lodge events which are open to the public and Masons. It will add to your Masonic resume and experience. That article was written by Worshipful Carlos Diaz, Jr. Strengthening the Bond When a bond has been established, it implies strength between two groups or objects. While some would be satisfied with this accomplishment, there are some who would still we- see work to be done. Brother Aaron Reddick, and two-time past master, is a type of mason who sees progress as maintaining a bond and making it stronger than what it is. Brother Aaron works quietly and helps those around him to successfully rise. Brother Aaron is the fuse that ignited the Lodge to have an online presence with social media in 2014. The first year, Grand Lodge recognized communications awards. We took home this recognition. As of last month, we were recognized for the third time in four years. Brother Aaron donates his time with orphans, mentoring young kids, and as we know, time can be a precious thing to some, especially to those who don't have much of it to bond with others. Philanthropy can come in more ways than just financial donations. Time and experience is another way to help build the future of the next generation. Brother Aaron Reddick introduced the circle of concern at stated meetings. This is to mention brethren who have not shown up to lodge and or any members who may need assistance. Also, for those whom we know are in distress, for the brethren to keep them in their prayers. This includes reaching out to them so they know the lodge is there for them. Aaron also provides fellowship that the guys get together. It's no surprise why the Brethren of Solomon Staircase look up to this Hiram Award recipient for leadership and guidance when in and out of the Lodge. As the Master-Elect, we look forward to 2019, which will be Aaron's third time in the East by choice. (music) Leading Brethren in Freemasonry The day a man enters a Masonic Lodge and asks to be initiated, he begins a passionate journey of self-discovery, and ultimately could be called to a leadership role within the Order. Leadership within Freemasonry, however, is unlike the leadership roles that traditionally come across in business or society. The word initiation, from the Latin initium, a beginning, a birth, a coming into being. A Mason is taught to persist in his journey of self-discovery with fortitude and with prudence to develop the highest within him with fervency and zeal. In the entered apprentice degree, the initiate is taught the necessity of a belief in God or charity toward all mankind, more especially a brother Mason, of secrecy, the meaning of brotherly love, the reasons for belief, the greatness of truth, the advantages of temperance, the value of fortitude, the part played in Masonic life by prudence and the equality of strict justice. The government of a Masonic lodge is essentially tripartite a master governs the lodge but a good master relies on his wardens the junior warden sits in the south of the lodge and symbolically marks the sun at its meridian calls the brethren from labor to refreshment and from refreshment to labor that pleasure and profit may be the result the senior warden sits in the west symbolically to mark the setting sun and assists the worshipful master in opening working and closing the lodge Likewise, as the glorious sun rises in the east to open and illuminate the day, so stands the Worshipful Master in the east to open the lodge and employ and instruct the Brethren in Freemasonry. In essence, the three principal officers of the lodge lead the Brethren in the pursuit of Freemasonry. Congratulations, Grand Master Stuart A. Wright! We congratulate Most Worshipful Stuart Wright on being elected and installed as Grand Master of California Masons. We know you will have a great experience with your grand family and all the scheduled events for 2019. We would also like to congratulate our Worshipful Inspector, Don Muller, for being installed as Grand Junior Deacon. We look forward to hearing about your travels and receiving the new Grand Master's lapel pin.